I want to do something today that's, that there's a piece that twice recently I just needed to see, I needed to plug into. I don't know this piece well. It's a piece that I've read before, and I'm not, I can't say I'm plugged into it. I can't even say like, I understood the whole thing the, the, the previous time I've read it. But two conversations recently with two close friends. Today I had a conversation with a close friend and I felt like I want to plug into this piece. And a week ago, I had a conversation with a friend, and I said to both of us two, a week ago that we got to read this piece from Revolve. So I, if the guys will indulge, if the guys will allow, it's not typically what we do here, typically, is not read something together. I have no, literally no agenda where to go from this. It's not like I'm reading this because I want to bring something out. I want to read this. I want to read this with you, Maish, and wherever it takes us, it takes us. This, it's a piece, it's in the Sefer Ali Shur. Ali Shur is, um, is a Sefer written by Revolba. Revolba was the Mashkiach. Revolba was the Mashkiach of the Mir Yeshiva, amongst other Yeshivas. In Klal Yisrael, he was known as the Mashkiach, and he was a Mashkiach in the Mir, amongst other Yeshivas. He wasn't formally the Mashkiach in the Mir Yeshiva. They had a mashkiach, but Revolba would come and speak in the yeshiva to the whole yeshiva. So they brought an outsider, a chiddush, to come speak. So in many, fun- in many ways, consider the mashkiach of the mir. He spoke in other yeshivas as well. Revolba understood people in ways very few people in the world. Very, very few people in the world understood people like Revolba. A brilliant understanding of people. I know this from firsthand. That there were guys in yeshiva and friends of mine who were very close to him. He looked at you and spoke to you and knew like your kishkas a lot about you. He had a tremendous understanding of people. We were Zoich and the yeshiva 24 years ago, we started Waterbury. The first group that went to learn in Eretz Yisrael, it was a base medrash, and guys I was close to went to Eretz Yisrael, they had a vad in Revolba's house where they would learn Musr together. He was very, very old and was nifter shortly after, but he would join their vad from time to time. It was in his house, and he would join from time to time. Tremendous understanding of people. Revolba. Very, very interesting life. There's a book, Revolba after the Holocaust was involved in starting a girls' school for, in the DP camps already, right after the Holocaust. Revolba had a very, very, very fascinating life and accomplished a lot in his own life. He wrote a Sefer, Ali Shur, a Sefer that really I would just describe goes through the full gamut of Yiddishkeit. It's an intellectual Sefer, a fascinating Sefer. The early years of Yeshiva, Rabbi Sonnenschein and others would like teach it to a lot of the guys in Yeshiva. The Sefer Ali Shur, it's a tremendous Sefer like that he's trying to hand over the Ashkafa Satayr. The outlook of Yiddishkeit on many topics, Torah, Tefillah, all the Chagim, all the Yom Tevim. Revolve himself was a profound, very, very profound thinker. And, and that's the Sefer Ali Shur. In the Sefer Ali Shur, he writes as follows a letter that I want to study with the guys now as best as I can. I don't typically do this. I did not prepare this letter before. 
We may get stuck on it. If we get stuck, so be it. I'd like to learn it with the guys. This is, again, I'm, it's not prepared. If I'm stuck on a word, we'll try to figure out what it means. The, the letter is as follows. It's on page Shin Gimel, 303, in the first volumes. There are two volumes to Ali Shur. In the first volume, Shin Gimel. He says about this letter that it fell into our hands. Nafaliyadenu. Interesting language. It fell into our hands. Sanjay doesn't say my hands. He's very precise. Revolba was known to have a tremendous precision, how he spoke, everything very exact. It's interesting. He says it fell into our hands. A letter from one of the students of my Rebbe. His Rebbe was Rebbe Yerucham, who he loved and was very, very close to. Rebbe Yerucham was formerly the Mashkiach of the Mir Yeshiva and Rebbe Yerucham Levavitz. And he says a letter fell into our hands. Who the hour sounds like some of the students of Rebbe Yerucham found the letter from a Talmud of their Rebbe. Interesting Lushan. If a group of guys would learn in Imre and Shlaim would come back and say, we found this letter from one of Baron's Talmidim. That's Revolba says, his Rebbe was Rebbe Yerucham, and he said it fell into our hands a letter from one of the students of Rebbe Yerucham. And this is the letter. And he brings the letter, and I would like to read you. So right, he doesn't tell us in the Sefer Ali Shur who wrote this letter. One of Rabbi Yerucham's students. Who? He doesn't tell us. Let's read this letter, and let's see what this letter says. The letter says, My sons and daughters that are precious and beloved. My sons and daughters who are precious and beloved. This is what the letter says. My children, so just to get the context, this mysterious letter that Revolbu found from one of Rabbi Yerucham's Talmidim is written by a father to his sons and daughters, and he says to them, I am writing this letter, Vitikvasi, and my hope is that you read it in many years. I hope you only find this letter many years from now. Now, we don't know when this letter was written. Whenever this letter is written, the father says to his children, I hope you don't see this letter for many years. What I want with this letter is to comfort you that I am no longer here. So now it's a really intriguing letter. It's a letter a father wrote to his children that they should find it after he dies. So it's a fascinating letter. I'm, it's interesting to me today that more people don't leave videos for their family. Like, I wonder if there's such a thing in the world that a father or mother would leave a video to his family for after he departs, or after she departs, says, I want you to see it, and then instruct the family. It will be a new version, a new type of will. Wills are always interesting. The deceased reads something. It's very, very powerful part of funerals. It's once in a bloom when you go to the funeral and they'll read a will by the Rebbe's. This is huge. It's called, in the Hebrew word is a tzava. Tzava is the will. And the, the departed leaves instructions for his family. Rebbe Vigda Miller wrote very powerful instructions for his family after he departs. 
And he wrote it Savo, where, where he had very exact instructions he wanted for his family. There are many famous wills. This father, and Revolba found this letter from one of his Rebbeim students. And the letter was a letter that a father wrote to his children. He said, I hope you read it in many years, none too soon. And this letter is, I want to comfort you upon my death. That's why the father says to his children, I'm writing the letter. Your person never knows when he's going to depart. The Yavayim, and it's going to come the day for every human being. Hashem Yisbarach Yarash Naisenu Latoiva. Hashem should make our years lengthy for good. The Yifkod Moshavi Bebeisi Lanetzach. And I'm going to get my, I'm going to be called. I'm going to be brought back in, the, in my eternal resting place for eternity. The Atem Yisaymen, you, my children, are going to be Yisaymen. You're going to be orphans. Vihine Yahuvi. Behold, my beloved, his children. I have seen many, many orphans. Rubam, most of them. Their world, got dark for them. They fall into a state of hopelessness. They're now Yisaymim, and they feel lacking Eitzah, plan and hope. Haktanim Rahmanu Litzlan, the younger Yusaimim, very young orphans, Mulaye Kina, are full of jealousy, Likulam Yesh Abba, everybody in my class has a father, Vili Ain, and I have no father. Vagadailim, the older children, Mizazim Afhain, they're shaken up as well. Ad their world like shakes. It's a different world. Dad is not here. Rak ma'atim ra'isi. I have only seen very few orphans. Shenasu yisaymam. That carry their orphanage, if you will. Mechushalim with... Rebezi, mechushalim. Let's do a bar nisalu and also rose. Be'ikvas ha'mikrach manutzlan. The bottom line is he says, I have seen very few Yisayimim that dealt with it successfully and rose from their situation, their difficult situation. This intelligent father says, I watched this. I said in my heart, before you comfort Yisayimim, before you comfort Yisayimim, you have to teach them how to carry Yisayimim how to carry their situation before any comfort, how to carry it. Valivai, and it should, it should be that I should be successful to teach you my children this. And please understand the words that I'm about to say, and it will be light for you. It will be a light for you. I'd like to, this incredible father is writing this to his children. He says the mafteach, the key to the secret of life is emuna in eternity. The key to the secret of life is emuna b'chay alamim. He says that the Hashem is mechayi the alam, every grass and every person has a kaya chayos, is the ikra kol. And the ikr of the person is that soul, is ruchai v'nafshay. That's the ikr of the person. 
he says, my children, I hope that I raised you in a way of emuna, and strengthen yourself in emuna and know that it's the secret of death. He says if the guf would be gone, means the person's gone, then there is no nechama for Avelus. If the person departs and it's all over, then there is no comfort. The only comfort will be shikha, just forget what happened, because it's gone. Avaloi kein hu, it's not true. Haguf misbatel, it's true the body is batel. Vaadam chai, but the person exists. The guf is gone, the person lives. He says from... He says from Rabbi Yerucham, remember there's a student of Rabbi Yerucham, he says, my Rebbe wrote to somebody, we should not understand Misa as a person's gone, we should look at it, a person moves cities. Ha'atik me'ir le'ir v'layaser. A person switched cities. And that's the truth. Your father did not die, he lives, but he switched places where he lives. He says, for somebody who understands Dakos on Yanim, knows that it's the opposite, that it, at this time he's actually closer to you than he was in his life. Your father is more with you than in his life. Because in his life there were chatzitzes, there were blockages. There were things he didn't understand, things he couldn't relate. But he says, this Rabbi Yerucham writes, he says, Ezer Dabar Gadla, what a great thing. Only an Adam Gadol the Kaddish, like Rabbi Yerucham, was able to reveal such a thing. And he says, Emuna doesn't know of death. And it's the truth. The departed is living. He knows and feels everything. And is very close to, to, the, to his relatives. The departed knows, feels, and does what the departed can, more than they can do when they were here. They daven Tashem, they pull strings. I... I went to be Menachem Avel again in Yeshiva years and years ago, and I came right after an Adam Gadol was Menachem. And he told me, the God, he said from this Gadol that people see crazy Yeshuas after the departed passes away. He said on little things, and he said why? On little things, they have a lot of nudgy issues. They could get tickets and like funny stuff. And on the big things in their life, they see Yeshuas. He explained both phenomenons. But he says, He said, he, What? The little nudgy things? I don't remember right now. I, I have to like put my mind there. Why that was on the nudgy things? Why would he see bad things? He said, Reason on nudgy things. What do you say? You're being done. You're being done. There's a judgment on you for this year. But at the same time, there's a... Yeah, yeah. He said that the one echa, there's like a certain judgment now. It's a shas hadin. There was somebody passed away. So those, a person would see negative things. Yes, Revezi. But he said, now you have somebody who's like working on your behalf. So in the big picture, they see a lot of brachas. He says, step number one is, thank you, Revezi. Step number one is the departed is with you and knows what's going on and cares more than, as, more than ever, actually understands things in this life they didn't understand, they understand now. But he says, even with that, it's still hard to find an Achama because Lemaise, there's a prayer that they're no longer with you in this country. 
He says that children are regilim to see their fathers, to hear their advice, to get their assistance. And even children that are not reliant on the shulchan of their father, they lean on him and they have chizuk because they know that he's right nearby. And who can fill? Who can fill this void? Says this father wrote to his children. He said, No, my beloved, if you loved me in truth when I was around you, and your love wasn't only shikhiyas, wasn't only superficial, and you could see your father in front of your eyes, and to know what he would advise you, and like Chazal say about Yosef HaTzadik, that he passed the Nisayin because he saw the Musdiyuk and Shalaviv, he saw the form of his father in front of him. He said, every one of you, that carries the dmus the yukin of your father through that can gain chizuk. Ki ikar ha'adam hu ruchniyusai. The main essence of a person is his ruchnius, and the ruchnius endures forever. The main part of the person's not their body. So he says to his children, "I want you to understand what I was about. That still exists." I spoke yesterday that after, after my, when I came to this yeshiva, I did not like songs without words. Today I love songs without words. I learned from the chevra about the panemius of a person. The ikr is we're souls. That our ikr is our essence. The soul doesn't leave. I watch guys in yeshiva attached to Shabbos. It's freaky. I watch guys, I'm not talking about a shticky gishma, okay, good comes, it's no, nothing. I watch souls, I watch when we sing Ka'ech It's like strange people are like feeling. They're guys, the most honest of guys who don't say things. Oh, I, want to, I want you to just to feel I'm saying the right things. We're a group of yeshiva guys don't say the right things. We don't say what people want to hear. That's not the typical guy here. I don't say it doesn't exist. It's not the typical trade of the guy here to say what people want us to say. And I watch guys like connect to Shabbos. I drove five hours to Baltimore and a Talmud of Rabbi Russ, very elevated guy, described to me his, his attachment to Shabbos Kodesh. I promise there wasn't a bone that he was like trying to say what I want to hear. He described me, his parents described to me, they now have Shalashodis every week because he needs it. And they sing Zmiris. And now they sing Zmiris, they sing Shalashodis songs, other Sudas, because he just needs those songs. He feels something, he's experienced something. And the Jewish soul connects to something. Says this letter writer to his children that the ichor of the person is the spirit and the spirit doesn't stop. So there's a tremendous pain that you don't have the physical person. You want to look at your parent. You want to touch your parent. You want to receive physical assistance. And I understand that pain. But understand the ichor of the person is the spirit of the person. The spirit's still here. So in different situations of your life, this letter writer tells his children, grab hold to the things I believe in, the things that I've taught, the things that I was about that still exist, and you still have me. I'm here, and I exist. He's in Oilamaba, and you grab the soul is still around. Grab on to that which you know about me, my essence, my teachings, my insights. I started liking songs without words. 
I feel in some way like words can be erased. The soul and the inside can't be touched. We're talking about Yidden who were captured, Yidden who were killed. That's all the bodies. The soul can't be captured. There's no such thing. You can never capture. The soul is free. The soul, a, a little bit goes around the person, mostly it goes all the way up. You can never capture a soul. You can't kill a soul. The soul is untouchable. And I like songs without words because I find like it connects and comes from places deeper than words. And, and this letter writer tells his children that I know I'm not here in the flesh and I get that's a pain, but I want you to like remember what I was about. And he has a line that's very powerful. Iker Adam, the main part of the person who Ruchni Yusai is his spirituality, if you will. It's his essence. The Ruchni Yusai Chayyavikayamas. And the essence doesn't depart. Ulam, he says, so that's. So, so far, so far in this incredible letter, he, that's like the first part, that the, the ikr of the person, the ikr of the person is the gufs mispata adam chai, I'm still around, I still care about you, and you could still connect to my essence, that which I was about, that which I taught, that which I shared, you could still absolutely connect, and it's still around and exists. And I still feel what I taught you and told you. That's the basic first part of the letter. But then he says, Ulam, there's something else I want to tell you. And when I was a Yasim from my parents, I felt this. Here, Gashti, I felt this. I was Margish. When I lost my own parents, the letter writer says, I comfort him this. He says, everybody feels when they're in Avil, the chifa, a, pre, a push to come close to mitzvahs and maizim toivim. People almost inexplicably, when they lose a parent, they all of a sudden start feeling a draw to mitzvahs and good deeds. Even polke, even people who are not religious, who ran away from Hashem, they, they say Kaddish, like inexplicably. And they put on a talis and tefillin and pray. Where does this, where does this come from? This dechifa, this pull to ruchnius. Where does it come from? Says the letter writer. There's a reason, a deep reason for this. Yesh tam amuk. He says the deep reason. He says like this, Avi. Chazal say there are three partners in a person. Shleisha shotim yesh badam. His father, his mother, and Hashem. Of the three partners, all of us in our creation, Yaakov, have dad, mom, God. Three partners in our creation. He said a youngster sees mom and dad, and the father is a silent partner. When I was a youngster, I went to a hotel that was run by partners, and one was called a silent partner. For many, many years, I went to this hotel, and then one day the silent partner stopped being silent and booted out. The other partner was La Yehudim. But in a person, there are three partners. There are two that are much louder, and one is a silent partner. And companies have this, the silent partner. Says, says this letter writer, a person has three partners, dad, mom, and Hashem. A youngster sees his father and his mother. The shut of Ashlishi, the third partner, he doesn't see. When his parents leave him and go to their world, 
they go to Olam Abba, his heart says to him to now throw his hope on the third Shatav. Is margish in a simple way. My father and mother have forsaken me. Hashem takes me in. The Ava Gufni is the truth. Says this letter writer is a shliach from the Ava Amiti Shabashemayim. The physical father is a messenger of the true father in heaven. Uvitaim shlichusay when his time period of his messenger ends of the physical father then the son is miskasher, a tremendous kesher with Aviv Sheba Shemaim, with his father in heavens. He says I felt this on my own Avelis, my parents and I'm giving to you Yaldi Yahuvim, my beloved children for every person, every age, and specifically for Yisayim is this, to be mechazik a lot with emuna, to feel Hashem's involvement in our life, and how Hashem guides us and leads us, thanks a million, how Hashem guides us and leads us, and takes care of us physically, and prepares our footsteps, and gives us everything that we need. Strengthen yourself with this emuna. He says that a person, he says like this, he ends the letter, he says that, know my beloved, concerning Nichum Avelim, he says, people have around them their wife, their rebbeim, their friend, who help them to, to, be, to give them standing. And a person wants to grow and not fall. And when one of his relatives are taken away, he loses a certain support. A person can get comforted when he zaycheh to the tmicha, to the support, in order that he doesn't fall. He says, the Torah says about Yitzchak Avinu in this week's parsha that Yitzchak brings brought Rifki Menu to the tent of Sarah, and by Yenachim Yitzchak Achrei Imoy, Rashi says, Harihi Sarah Imoy, Rifki Menu became Sarah, Kilaymar, she became a dogma for Sarah's Imoy. Because all the Zman of Sarah was alive, the Nerubi Daluk Meir Vashar Zev Shabbos, and Brach Matsuab Isa, Vanan Kasher Oil, Shemesa Pasku, when Rivka came, it came back. Because he found the Hemshuk Lebesay Matsavai. He says, My beloved, you should do this. Be Miskariv one to another. He says to his children, be closer one to another. Ishis Riyayu Yazayu, each one help the other. Laachiv Yaymar Chazak. Stay away from Yeyush. Find good friends, Shleiman Bamuna, and Ayave Tyra, those that love Tyra and learn it. And he ends off the letter, Ba'ava Avichem, love your father. This is a letter that Revolba Prince. I skipped a few lines. This is a letter that Revolba Prince in his Sefer Ali Shur. On the day of Revolba's death, Yaakov, the day Revolba was about to depart, he called in his kids. 
And Revolba said to his kids, I have a little secret. This was written, this Sefer, 40 years before Revolba was Nifter. He said, I wrote you a letter, kids, and it's in my Sefer, Ali Shur. So the letter, he said, that came into our hands from one of the students, Rabbi Rucham, a little secret, it was his own letter for his kids. He wrote it 40 years before he was Nifter, and he wrote this letter, Revolba, wrote this letter to his children, this incredible letter to his children, he wrote this really remarkable letter on the day. Because he meant, I don't want to be nifter so t- soon. He meant, I hope I don't see, because the seeing it is that I won't like, he showed it to them as the letter from him. I guess, like knowing the letter was written for you. Maishi's right, because he wrote in the letter, I hope you don't see this. He says, the tikvasi that you'll read it many years. I don't know when he wrote it if he planned on printing it. It could be he didn't plan on printing it because they might have learned the safer and seen the letter. So it could be he wrote it, hope not planning to print it. It could be meant that you don't read it as like the readers of the letter where you know now I wrote it for you. But on the day of his death, he told his kids that I wrote you a letter. It's printed. Look in page Shin Gimel. They probably thought like in his Ali Shur, he has like a paper. So look at page Shin Gimel, but they opened it up and they saw this letter that he had written for his children. Obviously, the letter to, to somebody who loses a loved one, the letter is very, very powerful. And at a time in yeshiva, when, we, um, when we're dealing with a, with a chaver who's lost a loved one, it's a letter that's a powerful letter. The, the part of the letter of what the essence of the person is, that the essence is ruchai. The essence is ruchai. We're at an age when people are struggling a lot identity, who I am. And there are plenty of people who make fun, who make fun of identity. I think it's an incredible generation. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's meant to make fun. I think it's a remarkable generation. I think the generation is looking very deep inside and asking, who am I? Who am I? This letter describing what a person is, those lines in a, in a letter that went on death, the guf departs, the person lives. That let, line, the letter, the main essence of a person is his ruchnius, is his spirituality, is, his, is the inside. And the ruchnius is chaya bekayemes, endures and lives. It's, it's something that, that I think people today, a generation today, is like craving for the essence. We want to be past the, the pretend stuff, the external stuff, the performance, but into what is, the essence of what is. So I thought this letter, which describes, it's coming from a sad place. I feel a little bit badly because we've been talking already, Klyasol's in a serious time. I really should come Musservad one day with like a whole bunch of jokes. Because I think it's important today to laugh and smile and encourage each other. We have, since especially the last few weeks, it's been a little heavier. We're gathering many, we've gathered together and said till him. We've gathered together, and that's, that's normal. It's, there's a heaviness we've gone through now, our friend losing his father suddenly. So it's been a heavy time. We need yet. Coming soon, we need a Musservad, we need like a day where we just prepare. I ask around and everybody prepares a good Kishmaka thing that lifts the spirits. So this piece, certainly it's coming off a father, it's a pretty serious topic, a father writing a letter to his children. Revolba, 
but we only found out posthumously. The word of the day will be posthumously. Say the word, Avi. What does that mean? After death. The, 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 the sentence that it would go in is the ball player won the award posthumously. He was voted into the Hall of Fame posthumously. It means post-death, posthumously. So after he died, he was voted into the Hall of Fame. So posthumously, after Revolva died, or not really after, on the day of his death, we found out he wrote this letter to his children. So it wasn't really posthumously. Prehumously, but, but I don't know if that's such a word, but, but at least we got to teach that word posthumously. But Lemaisa, this letter that Revolba wrote his children, but I think nothing to do, nothing to do with Misa, I think this letter that a person learns, the ikr of the person is, 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 is the ikr of the person is ruchniyusay, is his ruchnius, is the inside, the ikr of the mensh. I, I bedavka. I love in the yeshiva, and this is not to, this is not to knock dress and formalities, because there's a place for dress. We're yidden the kain gadol, the kaihanim, and the beis hamikdash wore begadim l'shkaved l'sefaris. So clothing have a strong place. Specifically in the yeshiva, took away a lot of like focus on dress, though dress has value and clothing and dressing, dignified, and all different occasions, dress matters, but there's a generation that's craving something, the essence of the thing. We, we, we got confused and lost, and we're asking, who am I? We get the clothing, we get the formalities, but we want the essence. I think there's a gorgeous, this letter, that expresses the essence of a person. Revolba describing to his kids that if you tap into what I was about, you're touching me, and me still exists, and you're touching me. If you visualize when I'm not here, Revolba told his person, his children, and visualize what I was about, what I taught, and you hold on to it, you're guided by it, you're very much with me. You're with me, because that's the ichor of me. We have guys in this space, Medrash, who have a Rebbe, and the Rebbe moved out of the country. They were learning the yeshiva, they were learning him. It's very, very hard. A Rebbe departs, departing from Rebbeim. In this yeshiva, it's such a hard, we struggle so much. Guys switch yeshivas, go to Herz Israel. I always feel, can't guys just stay here and have guys? And certainly, we're not being pretend. The departing and the physical, we like. I think about Yaakov's in 12th grade. I want you to just be here, learn here straight, stay here. And people depart, but the essence of a person is his ruchnius, is the essence, is, is what the person's about. And when that impacts us, when we relate to that and connecting to that, we're very much connecting to the essence of the person. That's, that's the essence of the human being. And, and Revolba told his children, when my, my ruchnius, what I, what I am about, not was about, what I teach, what fires me up, when my soul impacts you and you see what I am and that guides you in your life, then we're very much together. I'm here and with you. He describes that as Yosef HaTzadik sitting alone in Mitzrayim, being very distant from his father, but being very connected, being very kashur to his father, very tied to Mustiyukan, the picture of what he was, was with him. And Revolva describes that as a very profound kesher. The ikr of the mensh was right with Yosef. He didn't have his father in the flesh. He didn't have the buster, and he wants that. 
And certainly that's something to want, but the, the, the neshama is very, very much there, very worth. So Revolba describing that, I think, is relevant to anybody, especially in a generation that's like zoning in what is the person, who is the person. I think this is something that, that has to be read. When I speak to guys here, and I'm reminded of like the spirit, the essence of the person, and there's a distaste for the chitzainis, just the focus on the superficial, how they dress, how they look. There's a generation craving. I don't know if this way, you know, they talk a lot on TV, reality television. I think reality television is very not real, but there is a generation craving reality. I don't think it's reality television they're creating, but the reality word. There's a generation that wants the essence, the thing itself. Those words of Rebobaki, Ikara Admuruchniusai. The main essence of the person is his Ruchnius. And his Ruchnius is Chaibikayim. His Ruchnius of the person remains and doesn't doesn't budge. I thought that line and that Revolba handed this to his children. And Revolba wrote this letters to his kids. You can imagine there was serious and honest and real thoughts presented to his children. I wanted to read this letter to the guys. I do recommend. I recommend we just read it together. I did skip a little bit. I, we read Kemat the whole letter. I recommend that at any point a guy sits down, reads it more bi'in and carefully. It's on page Shin Gimel. In the Ale Shur, it's page Shin Gimel. That extra story is not written down in Ali Shur that it's him who wrote this letter that I'm just telling you a fact that became the scowl on the day Revolba's Nifter. What year was Revolba Nifter in Revezi? <laughs> 2006? No, something like that. Early 2000s, so I think Hallmark Really? Arye, could you come up and teach the Chavri your song? You have a guitar? Shlomo, can you teach me? Arye wrote a song. I want the Chavri to hear. Shlomo, can you play it for him? Oh, he plays. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's Oh, no. 
Aryeh just composed this song for all the prisoners. It's words from David HaMelech, Tovel Lefanecha. God, please let it come in front of you. Enkas Asir is the anguish of the captive, of the prisoner. And we ask Hashem to please see the anguish, Enkas, the cry, or the, the pain of the Asir, of the captured one, of the tied up one. So that's the words from Tillim that Aryeh wrote this song that Hashem should hear the cry of the captured and release them. Shrimatir Asur, this gorgeous song. Let's do it again. Whoever knows it, sing along.
Yeah. Uh-huh. 